Welcome to Cross Talk, where we talk all things Holy Cross. And today we are on episode six. We finally reined in Father Bill for episode <laughs> six here. And we are so thankful to all of our sponsors of Holy Cross Cross Talk. And today we are very thankful for Sanders uh, Water Heaters. Thank you so much for all of your support of Holy Cross. So today we are here with Father Bill Burks, who is the chaplain here at Holy Cross and such a good friend to Holy yes. Cross. Father Bill, thanks for being with I'm us today. I'm glad to be here, Danielle. Yeah, yeah I know it's a here. busy time of year. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and we appreciate you sitting down and talk with us a little bit. Well, speaking of busy schedule, with your busy schedule, Father Bill, mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about why Holy Cross is a is a priority for you in that busy schedule of yours. It it has always been when I was in college long ago. My my degree was in um, was in history and communications and I was going to be a, a, a secondary teacher. I was going to be a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to do. Then I went into the seminary and of course teaching and preaching is connected all of that's connected together. And I wanted to be part of a high school. And as an associate, that's hard to do because I've, I've always had elementary schools. All of my 37 years, I've had elementary schools in my parishes. But then when I was lucky enough, uh, many years ago, I was chaplain at Holy Rosary when they still were open. And then when I moved and became pastor at St. Polycarp, I connected here. And I have loved it and have made it a priority ever since. Yeah, so your connection, you know, a lot was through your sister. So talk a little That's bit right. about that connection. Yes, I've loved that. Um, my sister taught at Angela Marisi and then taught here at Holy Cross. She gave her entire um, work life to Catholic education. And so when, when Mary would need um, uh, someone to say Mass for them, I wasn't officially chaplain at that point. But she would ask, Sister Mary Ann, you know, would ask. I was right nearby. I began to come over, and more and more and more, it just fit. It was wonderful to have that kind of family Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, that faith connection to the place. What makes, you know, like a high school being a chaplain of a high school versus your, 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 when I say your real job in terms of ministering <laughs> to elementary age, what, right. what's, what's appealing to you about the high school age? What I love, in fact, I was just mentioning this last night as I was teaching RCIA. The high school aged kids have, have, this, have this more mature depth of wanting to know more about the faith. They, they, they just have the cognitive ability as well as the spiritual ability to have this way of really wanting to know what is this all about. And you can deal with them in a way that hopefully will speak to them and then send them out to use their own inquisitiveness. But then the answers that the church can give, it's, it's like it's just wonderful to deal with them on a more mature basis. Yeah. And I, 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 I love that. I love it when... Their eyes for a while may be kind of like, oh, I don't know anything about this, or oh my God, this is so boring. And then you talk for a while, and they just get it. Mm-hmm. I, I love that, that, that awakening, that epiphany that comes to them. Yeah. I always have. Awesome. Well, as you know, you know, we're, we're um, I mentioned this uh, to the students this morning, we're kind of coming down the final stretch of the Advent season, yeah. you know, coming into uh, to this uh third week and talk a little bit. I mean, Advent for a lot of people means a lot of things, but right. for you, you know, what, what does the season of Advent really mean for you? I, I think that it, it, 
requires us to slow down and to take every moment of waiting and really learn the great spiritual discipline of expecting something, not just going out to the store and buying it. Okay, that's done. Okay, that's done. Okay, that's done. We have to do that. I realize that. But Advent is about having a longer vision where things aren't done until the Christ arrives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year, Advent was as full as it could be. This year, <laughs> it's, it's three weeks and a day, right. literally. Three weeks and a day is all we have. But, but still, that anticipation, having each week have a candle grow, another one lit, so that it becomes more and more bright, so that you really feel like by the time you get to the evening of the 24th, that you've been looking forward to something, not just all the stuff that you have to get done mm-hmm. so that people can be exhausted and rest on the 26th. Yeah, and speaking <laughs> of that, like what would you, you know, what are some of your recommendations for people if, you know, when we think about, fully and especially the challenge this year of fully celebrating yes. advent before yes. christmas and you know that's yes. one of the things yes. i always you know i had a, <laughs> a a holy cross parent ask me um uh, <laughs> they didn't know what advent was right. um yeah. and, and we have yeah. a lot of you know non-catholic right. families and right. you know uh, their child came home and said you know mom we really don't celebrate christmas until christmas and after and she asked me she said what does that mean Right. You know, which I right. gave the opportunity. But what are some ways that you think that people can really fully celebrate Advent and then fully celebrate right. the Christmas season? Exactly. Well, if if you are Catholic, then you have the tradition of the Advent wreath. And you can have that in your home or at least in your parish. And so you can focus on how one candle becomes two candles, this weekend it becomes three candles, and then for a moment, four candles, <laughs> you know. Or like, like what we have at, at St. Lawrence, which I know this would not be something in people's homes, but we have the tradition of the Jesse tree, mm-hmm. where every single week we put more and more of these symbols on an evergreen tree, and the little kids, they, they, they love that. That there's, that there's all these things about the, the Hebrew Bible that leads us into the meaning of the Christian Bible. And if you don't have any of that stuff in your own home, take time like I did early this morning. Take time and prepare by just being quiet and say, Lord, I know that we're not at that great day yet, the evening of the 24th. Let me just be quiet. Let me put my head in its right place. Let me be grateful and let me just wait. The, the, our society is so horrible about waiting. And I've said this to, to many people. It was part of my homily last weekend at Lawrence. I, time is the greatest mystery, I think, that the Lord gives us. Mm. And when you're younger, even high school, it seems like it takes forever. Right to get to where you want to be. And as I was saying last night, most of my age, we're already on the other side of these things and we don't know where the time went. Mm -hmm. So Advent, 
Advent makes us slow it all down. So at least we have some moments to say, hey, I can get ready so that it's not just one big family gathering on the 24th or the 25th, as beautiful as that is. That oftentimes is joyous, but it is chaos, <laughs> you know, for a lot of people mm-hmm. running from, from, from grandparent to grandparent to this person to that person. Advent lets you put it in place the right way. Yeah. And everyone can do that in their own heart. Yeah, and I think you're you're so right in terms of, you know, I think one of the things with working with teenagers is to always um, put yourself in their perspective of yep. time. Yep. You know, as we That's get right. older, and I, I find myself as I get older and older and a further gap between a teenager and yes. myself yes. is that, thinking back of what was time, what was the relativity of time right. in my mind, you know, as a teenager. That's right. And you're right. It, it seems like forever. You know, forever. A, a week is forever. A <laughs> semester is forever. Yep. A year is forever. <laughs> you know, and so yep. when we think about Advent, how do we help them frame, you know, this time that seems forever yeah. that to be useful. Right. And to take advantage of the fact right. that, you know, time is forever because it right. won't, it doesn't that, that, always right. stay that well, way. Well, and I love, you know, when we have our all school masses here, or even our class masses or the last two weeks, the senior masses mm-hmm. over at the Mount, it, it, it reminds us that, that there is something to be said for the timeliness or the timelessness of being there at the liturgy. One of my favorite things about being here at Holy Cross is when I see some folks, and they're maybe not quite as into it, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way, they're not, they're, they're not levitating with spiritual ecstasy, you know, <laughs> and, and, but, but when I see them smile, or when I, when I ask them to sing, what, whatever it is, there's this connection, and the time that they think, oh my gosh, this is going on forever, it just becomes that one moment of connection. Advent can be like that. Mm. Just moment after moment of that one connection that will stay hopefully in their hearts. Mm. I love that. That's a great so, analogy. Yeah. Well, speaking of, as we uh-huh. you know get to the end of the Advent <laughs> season and we celebrate the Christmas season, um, thinking back on your childhood <laughs> or maybe even as a teenager, yeah, you know, what's, yeah. a, what's a Christmas memory yeah. that, that sticks in yep. your mind? Well, we... We grew up in the West End, and we went to St. Columba, which mm-hmm. no longer is, is a parish. It's now apartments. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, we only had one car. My mother did not drive. So it, it wasn't like you didn't have as many options as you have today, which in a way was a blessing because things were more focused. Right. You know, you did things more together-like than you oftentimes have today. I remember going to Mass as a kid at huge old St. Columba and the magic of the lights and the trees and the cold, mm-hmm. you know, because it was um, back then we still had midnight Masses, you know, more more folks, you know, did that. And, and, and the cold and, and getting all dressed up and then we would come home and then we would have breakfast after hmm. Mass. Hmm. That's one of my, my best memories. And then as I got older, I enjoyed, after everyone was asleep, 
I enjoy just staying out on the couch and looking at the tree mm. by myself for a bit. Those are probably two of the best memories I have. And then and then seeing my grandparents and, you know, like people do today, going to my mom's family and my dad's family. And, oh, my gosh, it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a it's a blur. It's like, <laughs> how many more times can you eat? But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but what, we have wonderful memories of the way that we grew up. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I'm just envisioning you as a child sitting on the couch <laughs> just looking at the yes, tree. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> it was just, in fact, I, I still have, uh, my parents are, are, are both gone, but of the things that they were able to save, there was this red plastic boot, like a Santa boot, mm -hmm. and somewhere along the line, that and some jingle bells, uh, four or five bells, and we, we saved that. And both of those things are up with my Christmas decorations oh. this year. Yeah. So it's it's like it goes all the way back to my farthest memories. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That reminds me of my grandmother had always had, and now that you say that, always had <laughs> jingle bells on the doorknobs yeah. during Christmas time. So when yeah. you would open the door, you, you know, it. you would hear those. I, so. I have, that's not where the, where the <laughs> old families are, but I have another one that has a couple of bells every time I go in. So, so it's the same sound at St. Lawrence. It's the same sound that it was when I was at St. Pius and St. John Paul, because I think I got them during that era. Mm. The same sound when I opened that door mm. every single Christmas season. Magic. So talk, talk a little bit about um, as we, you know, get into the end of the calendar year mm -hmm. and we think about going into <laughs> 2024. You know, it, it's crazy to even think about. 2024 you know we yeah. just we just had the placement test last Saturday and we always you know do a little gift for the kids who take the placement test with uh -huh. us and we usually put their graduation year you know in the holy cross class <laughs> of 2028 Eight. and I'm like yes. oh my gosh <laughs> 2028 I'm like when it's 2030 I'm gonna I know like, it's gonna oh. be 2030 before we know it yeah so with oh. you know we're yep. we're still kind of what I would consider <laughs> coming off of um the new normal after COVID right. and, and some of the right. changes that we've seen in the yep. world. And, um, but when you think about 2024 yep. and you think about, you know, your prayer for um, the, the blessings of a new year, but your hopes too. I mean, yes. I think it's such a hope filled time. Yep. Yes. You know, what, what are your, what comes to mind for you for your prayers for 2024? I, I thought about this the other day. I was, um, my music minister at St. Lawrence wanted me to sing something for Christmas. Mm. And, and I put in, um, I have all this Christmas music that I pull out of the box and I, I go through all the discs as many as I can. And there's a Stevie Wonder version <laughs> of, of a song. I think it's called Someday at Christmas. Mm. And I, that's what I'm hoping to sing for Christmas. And it, it is all about peace. It is, you know, we're in the middle of two wars mm. um, on the other side of the world, but they are impacting our, our life here very much. And I know we always pray for world peace. The 1st of January is dedicated to Mary, the Queen of Peace. And it always seems like it slips away from us, but it seems to me more urgent than ever mm. that we find a better way to dialogue rather than to drop bombs or send over drones or be victims of terrorism. Mm -hmm. All of these things 
which are destroying, really, it destroys people's hope. Their hope in, in their fellow women and men, their hope in, in God hearing them. They, you know, it, it, there's such despair. And the whole Advent, Christmas, and then the new year of 24 is to show where God is indeed incarnate, where he is there. But war and poverty and injustice, all of those things just rip that fabric apart. So, you know, I, the, one of the lyrics of the song, Someday at Christmas, um, something about men, men won't be boys playing with, toy, with bombs yeah. like they're yeah. toys. I think that that's what I'm more than anything else what we need. Mm. And, you know, it, it's the long, you know, obviously the older you get, you see just human, this, the, the cycle of humanity and how we could be sitting here in the, you know, in the mid-60s having the same exact exactly. conversation. That's exactly right. You know, and that's the, it's the, it's the reminder that, you know, and you see it throughout the Bible and the Old no. Testament, this yeah. constant, yeah. you know, we, we as human beings uh, really struggle with yeah. that piece of it. Well, when you think about, um, when I think about Holy Cross, Father Bill, we are, we are not who we, we are only who we are because you are a part of our family. And we thank you so much for all that you do at Holy Cross. I you, that. you thank run you. around <laughs> in so many things. And, um, anytime I text you or call you and say, Hey, we need this or Hey, can you do this? You're always like, sure. I'll figure sure, it out. I'll away. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So thank but you I for the it. blessing that you are here. I with love our it. Kids. Thank you, yeah. Danielle. Thank and you it, for it, having me. It is me. true. Truly. Um, on behalf of the whole, you know, staff and, and faculty, we wish you a blessed rest of the Advent right. and a Christmas season and a hope-filled 2024. And we're thankful that you're here with us. Thank you. Yes, I love it. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, thank much. you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for episode six of Holy Cross, uh, our Crosstalk episode. And we uh, will be back next week. We did take a little bit of, of time off, but next week we'll be back uh, with two Holy Cross graduates who just finished their first semester of college. Oh, and so we're going to talk to them idea. a little bit about uh, how the first semester went, yeah. uh, how Holy Cross prepared them, maybe some ways that we can continue to get better in pre yep. preparing our kids for college. But we're excited to have them with us at our next episode. So don't forget to follow us. We're on the Holy Cross YouTube channel and all the places where you get podcasts. Uh, if you want to not watch us, but just listen to us, you can do that too. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.